It is Friday. Friday. Remember that song, Friday, Rebecca Black? How could you forget? How could anyone forget? It's Friday, but you know what happens on Sunday? What? Daylight saving changes. Um, what one? Am- it goes what? back. What? Back? We get an extra hour's sleep, so it goes back. Yeah, the clocks go back. We get, okay, hour. great, brilliant. That's all that I'm. That's all I care about. My main concern is, am I going to be tired? You know. Kia ora, this is Newsable. I'm Emil. <laughs> and I'm Imogen. And this is what's worth talking about. Today, FM staff have discovered the station's coming off air while live on air and only just a year after it was launched. So what happened? We're also asking what on earth is going on with this weather. So it's terrible in Wellington at the moment. We're also when looking is at... it not, though? <laughs> We're also looking at the man who's being taken to court for fathering more than 500 children and why donating sperm comes with a few terms and conditions. Yes, it is Friday. <laughs> and uh, the other way that we know that, apart from that bizarre story, is that it's fun fact. Friday, the best part of everybody's week. Bum, bum, ding, bum, ding, ding. Bum, bum, bum. We've got all of that coming up in a moment here on Newsable. Newsable takes time and resources to produce. Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz support. We begin today with the news that just a year after it was launched to much fanfare, MediaWorks radio station Today FM has been pulled off air. The news came as a surprise to many Today FM staff members, including big household names, Tovo O'Brien, Duncan Garda, who pretty much live broadcast their own station closing ranks. It's quite startling audio. Tova has just walked into... The studio with me. We're doing this live. Tova's walked in. Tia, Tova. Bring it. Bring it in the newsroom as well. The newsroom's coming in as well. We're Duncan. being. We're being. We're being not rolled. Well, maybe we are. But we're being. Um, we're rolling into the into the studio. Yeah. I don't know. Um, guys, come in. Come into the studio. Bringing in our, our today FM news team. I don't know how much longer we're going to be on air. So everyone, grab a mic. What's the deal? It sounds like it's over. So we haven't been given a chance. We've been on air for just a year. We were told that we had the support of everyone, from the chief executive Mm. through to the board, through to the executive, and they have us. MediaWorks has been strongly criticised for how it's handled this situation. It's expected dozens of people will lose their jobs, and of course this also means the diversity of media platforms in Aotearoa has shrunk. So joining us now to discuss this is the spin-off's founder and senior writer Duncan Grieve. Was this a bit of a riding-on-the-wall situation? On the other hand, we've also seen staff say, I guess, that they were blindsided by this as well, right? Yeah, I think as soon as Cam Wallace, the CEO who championed the project, followed quite swiftly after by Dallas Gurney, who was the head of News and Talk, you know, you could, if you're a sort of an observer of how organisations tend to behave in these situations, you could kind of read the tea leaves potentially. But I think fundamentally, you know, for most people, they sort of go, look at, you know, look at all that went into this surely they won't um, shut it down. Or at the very least, they'll, they'd give it a chance to save itself, like potentially, you know, sh- you know like like a sort of a six-month runway, you know, that, that kind of thing, rather than just doing it so swiftly and so brutally. It all feels a bit, a bit weird, this one. Like, do, do you have any special insight into what's happened here? Basically, there, there was a power struggle within within MediaWorks. There are two huge uh, opponents. Whenever you're looking at news and talk, um, both of them very popular. They're by most metrics the two biggest stations in the country, in, in ZB and RNZ. 
But that also serves to show what the prize is. You know, you get a very big, very loyal, very influential uh, audience if you um, if you can crack it there. So that was obviously the thinking. And, and there is also the, the fact that music as a market has been really overtaken by the likes of Spotify and TikTok in terms of the kind of discovery stuff that used to be really important to music radio. So there was this idea that the urgency of news and talk was was a prize worth investing in. And I think one piece of information which has uh, leaked out of the newsroom over the course of the day is that the, the station was losing a million dollars a year, which might sound like a huge number, but th- this is a $200 million business. And if you're investing in something for, you, for the future, I think it's actually an extraordinary achievement to get to $6.5 million in revenue um, in such a short space of time and from a kind of a, a very low base. Duncan Grave, thank you so much for your time. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, no worries. Thanks so much for having me. Emil, what's the weather been like in Auckland lately? Because it's been absolutely miserable in Wellington. And don't say anything about the capital's weather. I don't need it. It's been worse than normal. I thought my windows were open last night. It's That's how windy than, it was. It's been worse than normal. Worse than Wellington normal that you hold Wellington normal standard-wise. Right. Just going to let that statement hover there in the air for a little anyway, while. Anyway, what about Auckland's weather? Yeah, it's not been great. I'll tell you what, I oh. slept in um, pyjama pants last night for the first time in a long time, and I have placed an order for firewood in March. March. I've had an absolute gutsful of this it's weather. It's unseemly. Well, I'm one of those people who gets really badly affected by the weather as well. You know, it gets no. me all out of sorts, and it's just been no. grey. So no. here to tell me whether or not, well, sorry, <laughs> I mean, this is a person, I'm invested in this one myself. (laughs) They're here to tell everyone, not just me, uh, about whether or not the weather's going to stay this shite, is me with Chris Brandolino. Chris, how are you? I'm well. Kia ora. Um, That's quite the intro. Yeah. (laughs) You could probably guess what my first question is. What the heck is going on? You know, it's raining in Wellington, there's fires far up north, and there's snow in the South Island. Quite simply... We're going through a change right now. We've had a pretty stable pattern where our weather for the past three years has largely been influenced by something in the tropical Pacific called La Nina. So La Nina is what we call a climate driver. Climate driver is basically who is at the steering wheel of Mother Nature's car. Because of that, we've had a lot of airs or air flows, I should say, coming from the east and northeast. That's changed. We're actually going toward El Nino. We're not there yet. We're kind of transitioning. Our air is starting to come from the west and south more often. And this is why we're seeing this cold snap. This is why we're seeing southerlies. And this is why we're seeing drier conditions, which have led to um, all that fuel up in Northland uh, to become available. Now we have a fire. When the weather is um, fluctuating and also miserable as it is now, I can't, my mind can't help but wonder, is this it for weather? Is this what it's going to be like forever and ever and ever? Um, amen. Um, but no, as you say, you know, these things change over time, right? Yeah, they do. But look, I think it's important to remember that for, uh, for the past three years, which was called a triple dip La Nina. So typically, we don't have three consecutive years where La Nina is at the driver's seat, okay? Because we have a new driver, or at least we're transitioning to a new driver, we're going to find more variability with our weather. Back to your question, is this what we're going to see You know, forever? No, not forever, of course. But I think there will be a propensity as we progress through 
late autumn into especially winter, we're going to see more southerlies. This is important because the past three winters, we've had record warm winters. Three consecutive winters, we've had record warm winters. So I think people may be coming acclimatized to this kind of warmer than usual um, cool season or cold season. It's very unlikely this will happen this year. Now, we haven't issued our official winter outlook, but if you're kind of wanting to get a head start on what winter may be like, it doesn't favor warmer than average like the past few winters have had because our climate driver is different. There's the scoop. There's a, there's a newsable scoop. Buy a new coat. Newsable exclusive. Buy a new coat. <laughs> and if you're living in Wellington, maybe 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 look to invest in a holiday house. Yeah. We've also got a long weekend next weekend, Easter. Um, oh, any yeah. more newsable exclusives on the weather? <laughs> the weather for a big four-dayer? I think toward the Easter weekend and especially after the Easter weekend, we could be in a period where, yes, it'll be warmer, but it could be wetter and there could be some maybe big heavy rainfall events. So that's something we'll have to be mindful of as we get toward and especially just after Easter. So that's the best answer I can give you this many days out. Hopefully that's something that's useful and not just me filling the air with noise pollution. Chris Bandolino, our favorite Niwa weather guy. <laughs> Thank you so much. And um, just cancel the Wellington weather. Yeah, have a good weekend. Yeah, yeah, you too. Enjoy the weekend and we'll get you some milder weather this weekend, although it'll be wet. Hey, Chris. Yes. Do you want another very broad question? I've got a very broad question today. Go on, then. What do you know about sports? Up the wires, go the Black Caps, and don't forget Premier League football. Oh, you do love a bit of Premier League footage, do. don't you? What team is it that you support again? Oh, the current champions, Manchester City. I think they're pronounced Arsenal. It's pronounced Arsenal. Uh, but you know what's good about football? It what? They don't regulate soccer. I'm sorry. There's a sport that regulates sock height? Indeed there is, and it's cycling. That's very strange. Why on earth do they regulate it? Well, I know, but if you want to find out, you'll have to listen to the Big Stuff Quiz, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, that's a cliffhanger indeed. The Big Stuff Quiz is brought to you by Melbourne Every Bit Different. Imagine we love a good headline here at Newsable, don't we? Love a good headline. And... uh, we have an absolute humdinger for you today. Uh, would you like to do the honours, Imogen? <clears throat> a Dutch musician who has fathered 550 children is being taken to court to stop his sperm donations and reduce the risk of accidental incest. First of all, my newsreader voice was quite good. That was um, good, yeah, well I done. appreciate that, thanks. Second of all, uh, that's newsable for today because I don't know how we're going to top that. <laughs> <laughs> Accidental incest. Whoever thought we were going to say those two words? Of course, yeah. um, like you say, it makes sense. And we're going to think about this uh, for a bit now. We're going to talk about it as well with Greg Anderson. Greg heads up Otago University's Anderson Laboratory. He's a fertility specialist. Greg, welcome to Newsable. Kia ora. Nice to be here. This is the craziest and also amazing in a twisted way story. Are there limits on how many children a donor can Uh, father, in inverted commas, if that's the right word, here in New Zealand? Legally, we do try and put limits on it, both here and in the Netherlands, where this guy was from. Um, But what they usually say in New Zealand is that um, uh, a man shouldn't donate sperm to more than five different women. Um, And and, um, there are similar, well, I think in the Netherlands it might be 12 different women, but they also say that he shouldn't have more than 25 kids in total uh, from his sperm donation, whereas we don't have any such limit in New Zealand. And the reason for that is, um, well, one of the reasons is, you know, you wouldn't want a city full of kids 
all from the same man because then you know the the headline had the the incest in the title you could get a situation where those kids might end up marrying each other and suddenly realize that they were actually half half siblings you you, you don't get paid to donate sperm in New Zealand do you as opposed to other countries i think the us um, sometimes you can get you can get paid to donate sperm correct yeah the, the the rules around payment are different in all sorts of countries but new zealand and australia are a little bit in the minority in that you don't get paid for it. Uh, I think in New Zealand they can cover your travel costs or something like that, so there's a, a few bucks available for that. In other countries, I mean, it's not big money, but um, in European countries there might be about €40 Euros for a sperm donation, some places up to €100. Euros. So if you were doing a lot of sperm donation, then then you could make a small income off this, but not a lot of money. Yeah, what's 550 times 40 euros is what's running through my head. Is there a need for sperm donors here in New Zealand? Yeah, there is. Um, so the companies or groups like um, Fertility Associates and so on are actively recruiting. The bigger need is for egg donors. Uh, as you can imagine, to collect an egg is an invasive procedure from a woman and, and you don't you get a tiny fraction um, so of the number of sperm that you would get. So that's the real big need is for egg donors. But um, there is an ongoing need for sperm donations as well. Maybe it's a good thing that people are taking this seriously. So that you, you are donating your genes and you're creating a person that um, may realise that you are a biological parent of theirs. Thanks, re- thanks very much for your time today. Really appreciate it. It's fun to talk. Thanks a lot. Also, producer Jono has crunched the numbers and sent them to me. If old mate was getting paid €40 Euro per donation, per bebe, he made the, t- had the grand total of 38000 New Zealand dollars. And now he's getting sued. <laughs> so, don't know if that'll quite cover the costs. There's only one thing left to do this morning. Fun fact Friday. I yeah, can't, yeah, I can't yeah, even scream yeah, it. I'm yeah, just so yeah. excited. Emil, remind everyone what um what this is about, just in case they don't. Well, know. this is about uh, Emma and I. Uh, going up against one another in brutal intellectual combat is what it is. Uh, basically, we find a fun fact and we give it to you, the people, and we surprise and delight you, and then you vote for whose fact was funnest. And, and who's got the most? At votes? the end of the year, <laughs> at the end of the year, please let me finish. Uh, <laughs> uh, we tally up the scores, and the person who won wins and the person who loses, um, them and their family are shamed. And so who's winning at the moment? It's 2-1, Imogen. It's 2-1 to you. <laughs> would you like to go first or would you like me to surprise and delight first? You can, you, you, can, you can take the reins on this one. Okay. Paprika is just dried capsicum. Oh, mate, I, I knew that. i got to have this one. It's still a fun fact. It is a fun fact. No, it's true. It's true. And so then smoked paprika, smoked capsicum. But hold on, isn't it the seeds though? Isn't it the seeds as opposed to the fruit? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best fun facts are the ones where you can just like drop yeah, it and then you can just say them. And then, yeah, let them hover in the air for a bit as they settle into your bones. What do you got? My my fun fact is this: a million seconds is approximately twelve days. A billion seconds is approximately thirty-one years. And a trillion seconds is uh, approximately 31 and a half thousand years. Cool. Whoa, okay, hold on. Ah, yeah, that's really? cool. Yeah. No, that's a good one, right? Yeah, cool. Isn't it? 
Oh, I'm just trying to amp up my fact that I didn't really know much about by um, by playing down yours. So no one's ever going to live to see a trillion seconds. <laughs> I don't think so. You all know what to do now. Head to our Instagram page and vote on our stories as to whomst Emil or Imogen has won this week's Fun Fact Friday. We're at Newsable NZ on Insta. Um, this could be a tight one, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon I've shot myself in the foot by not quite knowing what part of the capsicum paprika is made from. Anyway, that is Newsable for today. I'm Emil Donovan. And I'm Imogen Wells. You can follow us on social media to stay up to date on new episodes, behind the scenes content and all things Newsable. Find us on Insta, TikTok and YouTube. Just search Newsable NZ. And remember, you can also email us, newsableatstuff.co.nz and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Have yourselves a wonderful weekend. The best weekend. Chat up. If you like this podcast, please support our work. Visit stuff.co.nz support.